Hi, this is an audio recording of an online resilience practices class facilitated by Frank Baird on September 1st, 2021. The topic for this class is the difference between mindfulness and meditation. This recording is made available to you free for your benefit and enjoyment. Hi, everyone. Welcome to tonight's Resilience Practices class. I'm your host, Frank Baird. Let's start with what is resilience? So it's the capacity and flexibility with which we meet life. And it's made up of interrelated and complementary skills. And we're going to briefly talk about and practice one of those skills tonight. And and just a note, there are lots of ways to practice. So this is just one of the ways. Um, and, and one of the ways to talk about or uh, explore one of the ways. Tonight, what we're going to talk about is the difference between mindfulness and meditation. So sometimes people use these terms uh, uh they use the terms to mean the same thing, and they're not the same thing. So mindfulness is a way of paying attention. And there are lots of different definitions for mindfulness, but I like this one. This one is a, a, a slightly modified version of what Diana Winston uses at, um, she's the director of UCLA's Mindful Awareness Research Center. Uh, I like this definition, paying friendly attention to present time experience with curiosity, openness, and a willingness to be with what is. Right, so it's paying attention, but it's paying attention in a particular way, and that particular way is with friendly attention, because we're not always paying friendly attention to our experience, to present time experience. So present time includes thoughts about the past or the present or the future, but really paying attention to present time experiences, recognizing that in this moment, maybe thinking is happening and that thinking happens to be about the past or the present or the future. And then being curious and open to whatever it is that you're experiencing in the moment. And this last part, willingness to be with what is. So the willingness is really important. Sometimes people have trouble being willing. Um, sometimes we have trouble being with the moment the way it is. And from a mindfulness perspective, that's okay. The willingness is to try to be with the moment the way it is as best you can. And the benefit of mindfulness is it's a skill you want to carry with you in everyday life. That as you're moving around, moving along, whatever you're doing moment by moment, Having mindful awareness is really of benefit because you have a more accurate perception of what's going on in your experience, where it's going on. So by that, I mean, it's really important to make a a distinction between is the thing I'm paying attention to in the world or is it a thought I have about the world or is it an emotion I have about the world? Um, or is it uh, a body sensation that I'm mistaking for something else? 
So what it gives you is clearer perception. And you want to be able to take that with you everywhere you go in life because then you also have the opportunity to have a choice about what you're doing. So the choice is this. Either I can do what I'm doing out of habit, out of uh, reactivity, out of my conditioning, or I can do something that has intention or that's deliberate and that fits with my preferred ways of being or my preferred values. So mindfulness gives you more accurate perception and a choice about what you're doing and what you're going to continue to do or whether to continue to do it. Meditation is a way of exercising or practicing. Um, And there are lots of different ways to meditate. Mindfulness meditation is one way of meditating. I think of meditation as like going to the mind gym to deliberately practice a particular workout. And the benefit of doing a particular workout is that hopefully I'm stronger so that when I leave the gym, I've got the skills to do whatever it is I want or need to do. So an example of that would be if I go to the gym and I weight lift, then my hope is that it's easier to take more bags of groceries in a single uh, trip from the car to to the house than having to make multiple trips with smaller loads. Or uh, if I um, am working on cardio, that I'm stronger and I'm able to walk farther, run farther, um, be more fit in general. Um, So meditation is a way of going to the mind gym. And then just like there are different workouts at the gym, you can do different meditation workouts So like one day at the gym, you might work the upper body and the next day you might work the lower body or the next day you might do some cardio. So with meditations, you can do mindfulness practice and there are essentially two kinds of mindfulness practice on a continuum. There's concentration practice on the one end and open awareness on the other end. Concentration practice is something like we're going to practice today, which is where you bring attention to an object. So a meditation or an attention anchor, like say the felt sense of breathing. You bring your attention to that anchor and then whenever attention wanders off or gets pulled away, you bring it back to that anchor. There are multiple benefits to practicing this way. But then there's also what's called open awareness, which is where you either, there are a couple of ways to describe this, either have a wide, wide focus of attention, or you're not picking what you're paying attention to. You're allowing attention to go wherever. So an example of this might be if you're standing up on a hill and you're looking over a valley, um, you might, concentration might be, I'm focusing on that bird that's flying around down there. And open awareness might be, I have this wide focus of attention. I'm aware that the bird is flying around down there, but I'm also holding within my view that rabbit that's uh, on the ground over there or traffic on the road that's over to the the right. Um, So it's a wider, more uh, encompassing uh, focus. But you can also do meditations like what I call cultivating practices, like cultivating the ability to feel 
compassion, either for yourself or for other beings, or unstoppable friendliness, which is a practice where you're cultivating the ability to um, have a friendlier attitude toward more in your life. And then there are also things like guided visualizations. So each of these practices have a a benefit, and like different practices, uh, different workouts at the gym, uh, you develop different skills and different benefits. So tonight what we're going to do as a practice, as a meditation practice, is using breathing as a concentration practice, using breathing as our meditation anchor. So overall, what we do in a meditation is make a gentle effort to be present with whatever is here, right? So a lot of times people feel like when I'm meditating, I do nothing, right? Or whatever it is that happens just happens and I'm like the passive recipient. Part of that is because I think of the stereotype image of um, somebody doing meditation. Usually it's uh, somebody like 19 years old sitting in a pretzel position looking happy. I don't know how they can be happy in that pretzel position, but right, it looks like they're doing nothing. But internally, they're constantly adjusting what they're doing depending on what's happening. So these, uh, I want to call them micro efforts, right? They're within that overall effort of being with whatever is happening. But what we're doing is we're cultivating curiosity about what is happening. So if during the meditation you're at this place of equanimity, right? Everything is okay just the way it is, great. That's a nice place to be. And then inevitably things change, and so then sometimes an adjustment is needed. And so the adjustment here might be if what I notice is I'm not curious about what's happening, if I'm experiencing boredom, for example, or I'm judging what's happening, then the adjustment that I'd make is a friendly effort to cultivate curiosity about what's happening. I like the word cultivate because it means I'm not making it happen. I'm sort of inviting it to happen or I'm inclining in that direction. Um, I'm allowing myself to try to be more curious, which is different than I do it. Sometimes we can do it, right? We go, oh, I'm being judgy right now. I'd like to be curious and we can switch like that and mostly not. So I think of it as a cultivating practice, cultivating curiosity. Or sometimes during a meditation, I lose track of where my attention is. And so what I might do is if I know where my attention is, like in today's practice, if it's on the meditation anchor, great. Then really in that moment, I don't need to make any adjustments. But if my attention is anywhere other than what, where I intended it to be, the adjustment would be notice where your attention is and then shift it, move it back to where you meant for it to be. Another effort that we're making is cultivating a friendly attitude. So I often think of this as like the opposite of cultivating curiosity or um, when judginess starts to arrive, then, um, then I'm not being friendly about what's happening to me and I'm being more judgy about it. So can I cultivate a friendly attitude? That doesn't mean you have to like everything that's going on. I mean, I'd like to like everything that's going on, but 
Cultivating a friendly attitude means this, that we relate to things we don't like or that are unpleasant differently with friendliness than we do with judginess or rejection. So again, cultivating. I may not be able to achieve it, but cultivating. And then the last micro effort that we're making is leaning in the direction of being with our experience. So anytime you notice that there is something about your experience that you're rejecting. It could be like a thought that says, I don't like this. It could be registering that, oh, this is unpleasant and I wish it wasn't happening or I wish it would go away. Then the adjustment that you'd make in terms of practice, again, is leaning in the direction of being with. Leaning in the direction. I may not be able to be with. I may not accomplish it, but I can lean. I can make that gentle, friendly effort. So these are the efforts that we're engaged in, or I also think of it as the doings. We're always doing something, so this is what I do, and when I do it, when I'm doing a meditation practice. So these are a bunch of words, and now what we're going to do is do the practice. So the easiest way to do today's practice is just listen to my voice. I'm going to provide some... Um, I think of it as voiceover narration or some guidance. So the easiest way is listen to what I'm saying and notice what happens. I invite you to find a comfortable posture. You can do these practices in a variety of ways. You can do them sitting, standing, lying down. You can actually do them moving, like walking. Um, for this practice today, I would invite you to um, take a stationary practice, uh, a stationary posture. So sit or stand or lie down. Be as comfortable as you can in that posture. And then your eyes can be open or closed, whichever you either feel most comfortable with or feel like uh, is conducive to practice. I want to say a word about discomfort because mostly when we do a meditation practice, people are hoping that it will be calm and soothing and relaxing, and often it is, and sometimes not so much. So discomfort is inevitable. So the invitation when practicing is if discomfort is present, do whatever you need to do to be comfortable enough to be present and practicing. The goal of being in the mind gym is to practice. So if you're in the gym and you're not practicing, if you're so uncomfortable that um, you're just engaging in conditioned behavior or reactive behavior, you don't need to practice that. You've got plenty of skill there, right? So interrupt that and adjust yourself so that you can um, maybe get to a place where you're comfortable enough to be present and practicing. Um, and then if you can, you work with the discomfort with whatever's coming up. And if you can't, or also if you're just not in the mood, if you don't feel like it, trust your judgment about what needs to be done. You can always, there's always opportunities to practice. Right. So, again, you don't need help with engaging in familiar triggered behavior, triggered reactivity, triggered conditioning. So don't do that. Interrupt that and then come back another time to practice or come back later in this particular practice. 
So with that said, let's give this a go. So if you haven't already, I invite you to find this comfortable posture. And settle into it. And one of the things you might do is, on purpose, notice the space you're in. So you might look around the space you're in, acknowledging that you're in this space. You know you're in this space. You've got yourself there. And there's a difference between the mindful recognition. This is where I am. So looking around the space or hearing around in the space, noticing what sounds are coming to you in this space. You might notice temperature. You might be able to recognize or register air pressure. Many times we can't, but sometimes you might notice air pressure, the weight of the air, the temperature. And then on purpose, this is one of the aspects of mindfulness, knowing where my attention is and when it moves, moving it deliberately. So now deliberately shifting attention and noticing any thinking that's happening. Noticing and acknowledging it. And if you can, resisting getting caught up in it. Resisting getting caught up in the content. You might think of this as paying attention to the process. The process of existing, the process of thinking is thinking is happening. It's happening right now. Can I notice that without getting dragged in or brought in or stepping into the content of the thinking? And maybe I can, maybe I can't. But on purpose, noticing and acknowledging, thinking is happening. On purpose, you might shift attention and notice the feeling tone you're experiencing right now. Is this moment pleasant or unpleasant or neutral? And the invitation right now in this practice is not to do anything about that, just to notice it. Not to try to make it more or less what it is, but on purpose, bringing attention to acknowledging, recognizing. Right now, I'm experiencing this moment as pleasant, unpleasant, neutral.
You might notice if there are any emotions happening. And maybe there are, maybe there aren't. Maybe there's one, maybe there's more than one. Maybe there's none, or at least none that can be detected at the moment. So on purpose, bringing attention to noticing any emotions that are happening right now. Happiness, sadness, anxiety, excitement, tiredness, contentment. Now, on purpose, you might shift attention to the body. And notice whatever sensations are happening in the body that are easy to notice. It's probably easy to notice wherever your body is making contact with a floor or with a chair or a cushion. probably pretty easy to notice the sensations happening in the hands if they're resting upon anything. Noticing any sensations happening anywhere in the body. With this kind of practice, there are two things you can do in relation to finding tension or tightness in the body. One way to practice is to let it be. Just noticing, being aware, registering. There's tension in this part of my body. And another way to practice is to make a friendly, gentle effort to let go of any of that tension that you can. Our bodies get configured around things that we're paying attention to, things that we're thinking or feeling or doing. And you might notice that for this practice right here, right now, maybe some of that tension or tightness isn't needed. So let go of as much of it as you can.
You might feel the body breathing. You might feel how the body breathes on its own. You don't have to make it breathe. And for this particular practice, you don't have to breathe in any particular way. Part of this practice is noticing how when the mind focuses on something, it frequently wants to mess with it. It wants to improve it or change it or optimize it. For now though, bring attention to breathing and just feel it happening. You can use breathing as an attention anchor or as a meditation anchor. It's always happening, so it's always available as a place to focus attention. And when attention inevitably wanders off or gets pulled away, when you notice, gently bring attention back to breathing back to feeling, breathing happening. You might notice thinking happening. You might notice emotions happening. You might be aware of other physical sensations happening or sights or sounds in the environment around you. If attention goes to one of these places, in terms of practice, that's not a problem. It's an opportunity. 
Now that you notice this is where attention is, acknowledge it, and then gently bring attention back to your meditation anchor, back to feeling, breathing, happening. Let everything else be in the background. And just for now, letting attention rest with a felt sense of breathing. Or letting breathing be a place to refocus attention or restart the effort at paying attention when inevitably Attention drifts away or you forget to keep paying attention. It's inevitable. And the important part of the practice is when you notice, that's when you have that mindful choice. Am I going to continue to do this? Am I going to do something different? The invitation here is to do the practice. Bring attention back to breathing. Noticing where attention is now. Sometimes it can be challenging to remember to pay attention or remember to make the effort at paying attention. It's so easy for our attention to be 
grabbed by something sparkly, something interesting, or sometimes our attention wanders off because paying attention to breathing can sometimes be kind of boring. So sometimes some strategies that might help you bring attention back to breathing or help attention linger with breathing longer. You might try taking some deep breaths, some deeper breaths, making more sensations to feel and pay attention to. Also, sometimes taking deeper breaths helps you stay awake if sleepiness is happening. Another strategy is labeling or naming breathing as it's happening. So this might be something like the thought breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. Or something like breathing, breathing, breathing. Just breathing, just for now, while in this mind gym, allowing everything else to wait. The only thing that needs to be done now is breathing and paying attention to breathing, feeling breathing happening.
another strategy that can sometimes help sustaining attention on breathing is counting the breaths from one to seven. When you get to seven, starting again at one. Or if you lose count, starting again at one. The goal is not to get anywhere with the counting, but to use counting as a way of providing something extra for attention to anchor to. So you might count an inhalation as one and an exhalation as two and an inhalation as three and so forth. Noticing where attention is now. As we near the end of our practice for this evening, if you'd like, you might silently express some appreciation to yourself for engaging in this practice, this self-care. I think of it as an act of kindness and compassion to pay such close attention to our moment-by-moment -moment experience, however carefully we are able to pay attention right now. The world is always asking and demanding so much from us, and many of us forget to pay attention to ourselves. So a practice like this is an act of kindness, caring. So if you'd like, express some appreciation to yourself. You might say something like, thanks for hanging out with me. Or something like, I appreciate your attention. 
or I'm grateful for your time, or even something like thank you, thank you. And to conclude our practice for tonight, if your eyes are closed, you might open them and move them around. Move your head around, your shoulders. You might stretch, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, yawn. And this will conclude our practice for tonight. Thank you for your practice.